Welcome to the episode of our podcast. Pat, tell them what it's called. It's called Seek Treatment with... And? We, we, we're already off track because we usually say hey and then we say our names. But I love that oh, we're not doing... I, I love that we're... We're mixing it up. Yeah, yeah no, feeling, I like it. I'm feeling incredibly erotic today. Have you noticed my dress? Well, I noticed... Um, I see I can only see your top half, so I thought you were wearing a peasant blouse. Um, I'm wearing a peasant blouse nightgown from a company called Goose. Follow them on Instagram, Goose. But basically, my name's Catherine, is what I was trying to say. And I'm Patrick, and this is the treatment of how I got boys I can be in love. Yeah, um, I'm feeling like a milkmaid horny because this morning, first of all, all last week I was literally feeling more hideous than I ever felt in my life. I thought no one will ever touch me again, and that's just my story. But then this morning, my lover lifted up my billowy nightgown to just ram it into me, and oh now I'm God. alive again. I, oh, I gotta um, take my antidepressant. Well, peasant, you know, peasant tops will always now like kind of. It's triggering. It makes me think of Brittany and like what she's going through. You know what I mean? Oh, really? The, the, yeah. The piece, the piece being that article of clothing has been tainted, I think, by this conservatorship. Mm. Conservatorship has really tainted peasant tops for me. It hasn't done that to me. I yeah. still adore a peasant top, but I still just have intense disdain for, for Britney's situation. <laughs> for the situation. For conservatorships, I when, for unnecessary conservatorships, regardless of the peasant blouse involved. Um, um, oh no, my that, god! I just realized I have to go to CVS and get medication. Uh, ew, that actually sucks. You know what sucks even more? I my Nespresso pods weren't. You know when it says you know what's, there's nothing worse than when it says a package has been delivered and you look downstairs and you're like I don't see it. I know. Show me the package. Show me so the package. I, my, my nes- show me the package so my Nespresso pods aren't here. And I thought, Brian, can you go get me a coffee? And he was like, my back hurts. And then I felt bad for him. So now I just don't have coffee. Is Brian like that in terms of his back hurting? Um, no, he's not like that. But he's recently taken up rock climbing. And so he's getting kind of some new cute injuries. Oh, I have a... F- I have a gift certificate to, to a rock climbing gym that I want to use. Is it like, the one in Bushwick? Because that's where he goes. You should go with him. Oh, is it Metro open? Metro Rock? I, fig- I, I forget what it is. Angela They're got it- open? <laughs> Angela got it for my birthday two birthdays ago. But we still haven't <laughs> used it. But, um, well, but- it's called, you know, it's open and they have an online tracker that shows you like how crowded it is. So you can decide if you feel safe. Oh, that's cool. No, I haven't cool. been to rock climbing to a rock climbing space since actually fourth grade when... Um, this kid, I wonder if I should say his name, I won't, had a rock climbing party. And he was one of those kids, like, that you're friends with when you're in, like, second grade and you're, everyone's, like, literally the same. And then once he got into, like, eighth grade, he turned into someone who was going to go on to, like, play lacrosse. And, you know, <laughs> at that point, like, we no longer could have a friendship just because of the politics of the world. And, um... But I did get invited to his fourth grade rock climbing birthday party. And it's like, I would see him in high school and be like... I see you now, you see me now, but it's like we both know that yeah. when we were nine, like we rock climbed together to, ce- <laughs> to celebrate your birthday. And <laughs> we came together. <laughs> and we don't have to talk about it, but you and I know what we did together. <laughs> Guess who also had a rock climbing birthday party? You? 
Kitty Cat Cappuccino, Texas Rock Gym. Wow. I don't remember how old I was, but you know what I have to say about, um, was it lacrosse you mentioned? Yeah, he played lacrosse, that person. So I just started last night watching the Netflix doc on the college admission scandal where the kids faked uh, athletic ability and our friend of the pod, Nomi Fry, is one of the talking heads on it. Oh, she is? Oh my god, I have and to she, watch it then. It's I, so good and she goes, it's so funny because she's talking about the Olivia Jade scandal and she just does it so well because I'm like, of course she knows all the ins and outs. It's wait, so who's divine. Olivia Jade? No offense. Olivia Jade is a YouTuber who is Lori Laughlin's daughter who was who oh, okay, yeah. took a picture on a rowing machine to get into USC. No, I knew that. I know her as Lori Laughlin's daughter. I don't know her as Olivia Jade. It's so funny because all these videos of her being like, fuck school i hate being at school i'm dying to quit school and then she's like i'm going to usc oh yeah yeah that is crazy it's really wild she has a line at sephora and she's in high school i'm like how does that happen oh so she's kind of doing well still people aren't angry with her i don't know if people are so angry at her um what was i going to say i had so much trouble falling asleep last night i'm in a space where reality isn't real because angel hasn't been here for two days because he's in rhode island and so I can do whatever I want. So the first day was like, have at it. You have what? What do you the have? Feeling. I had the feeling the whole first day, yeah. but now it's the third day and the feeling has gone away. Now I feel completely detached from reality. And like, <laughs> there is no such thing anymore as like daytime and nighttime. There's just, there just is. There's just being, you know what I mean? And I don't feel. Oh, I never feel that I way. Feel I'm connected. so. I feel so at peace when it becomes night and I'm like, oh, we can check that one off the box. I could not fall asleep last night. I, and then I couldn't figure out like, what should I watch while I'm trying to fall asleep? I've gotten so into Marvel that now I'm ahead of my club. Like I've pushed ahead of where my club is on the calendar. So I'm several movies ahead. So I was switching between an Avengers movie, Teen Mom's OG season one. Um, my Oh, my new favorite show that I watch every second of every day. My new favorite show that I watch hmm. every second of every day is Criminal Minds. Do you know of it? Oh my it's god! So good. No, I didn't, that is not good. I did not know about it, and I'm like, it has that guy who has the hot face. Well, in it. Mandy Patinkin's in it, and I'm like, you actually are welcome oh, to. I was like, Mandy Patinkin, you want to be a homicide detective? How about you murder my <laughs> whole for once? <laughs> <laughs> I never was so attracted to Mandy Patinkin as I am in that program. And wait, I wasn't thinking of him. I was thinking there's like this model guy. Yeah, I know who you mean. I think the he guy, looks like someone we know. He looks. Like, oh, yes. I know exactly who you mean. And I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> um, That show. I don't like. And we could show say it like if we want. That. So being celebratory of the person. Yeah. Um, yeah. They look hot. There's nothing wrong wait, with being hot. <laughs> you wait, you don't like criminal minds. I don't really care for a procedural like that. I've never really gotten into that culture the woman who betrayed adriana is on it and by that i mean the um I fbi agent from this <laughs> the, the woman who played the fbi oh agent my god the in- oh my god adriana what do they call her aid what do they call her aid yeah aid. she I is my aid. absolute favorite i, I know adore I mean, her that oh i wish aid was in more things today i, I know she's gorgeous did you know that adriana that was supposed to be a small 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 part and then she just did so good that they kept writing more for her and then she won an emmy i am obsessed with that that's my dream yeah, she's one of those. I wonder what she's doing right this second. I I want her. Troy a has a family. Everyone just gets Drea a family. Mateo. Drea Mateo, if you're listening, is that her name? Drea Mateo. I don't know. Is it her name? Drea something. If you're listening, please come on our podcast. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling so low energy without my coffee that my boyfriend was going to bring me. Oh my god! Wait. So I had my dad bad. has a really bad back, and I get worried I'm going to like inherit oh. it. 
No, I don't think. I think if you were going to, you'd probably already have some problems. You know who has a bad back is my brother. Has been complaining about back pain for like the whole year. He's like, I'm in constant pain. I don't know what to tell him. My dad is in constant pain. It sucks. It seems awful. What was I going to say? I um. I like full. I have a scoliosis or something. I need to get better posture at some point. Like, wait, I'm hunchy, hunchy. I'm full hunch over here. I have um basically scoliosis from being too so closeted as a young child that I was always hunched <laughs> oh, over. I was always know, hunched over, closeting myself, and <laughs> now I naturally hunch. You know what? I have that because I was um. I was ashamed of my sexuality and I didn't want my boobies to pop out of my uniform polo shirt. So I would always like, I would always hunch, like sticking my boobs out feels crazy. Even now, even now that I've embraced my sensuality as a female because I didn't want my boobies popping out at school. Do you know that one time my friend unhooked, male, my male friend unhooked my bra um, during class and I had to go to the bathroom to fix it. That was like their favorite joke. And we were in a class called World Religions together. How did they access it? They were sitting behind me and they could do it on top of my shirt. They would like oh my sit God. behind me. I know, I know. Can you feel them doing it? Yeah, and I'd be like, stop it. I would like, because I, like, I had a crush on them, obviously, I was just kind of like giggling. I was like, stop, stop. And I'm like, my bro- my boobs are out <laughs> in school. <laughs> it's like, they should oh my be. God. No, you know, they were some really, they also were obsessed with like, this is, I mean, this is this kind of stuff that you don't realize what's going on when it's happening. You're just like, oh, boys, I'll be boys. But they yeah, would like yeah. show us, they would show us their wrestling moves in the hallway. So I'd be like full spread eagle, like <laughs> pinned, I'd be like literally pinned down by my guy friend oh my in God. front of the theater before rehearsal. And he'd be like, I'm showing you this new move. And I was like, why does this feel good? <laughs> oh Cut to me, what twenty the? twenty-one, getting railed in a peasant dress um, <laughs> by my partner who has a bad back. <laughs> I hope that it, I hope that my surprise works out for him. I don't know what your surprise is, do I? No, I just planned it. Um, it came to me in a dream. I realized, you know, what I realized I was like, thirtieth birthday is a big deal, and we shouldn't be afraid to celebrate it. No, we shouldn't. But I also think it's not a big deal. Mine wasn't a big deal. I mean, only it's a big deal in a good way. Like you don't, you only have so many milestone birthdays. You might as well like blow it out. Yeah, totally. Like the next big one's forty, and that's ten. And I'm not going to wait ten years to surprise my lover. No, I, I wouldn't. Are you want saying you I to. should wait ten years? You're saying I, I should not. wait ten years. That, that is the last thing in a million years I would ever want. Oh my god! Would be okay, for you so, to wait ten years. Okay, let's do a letter for help. Letter for help. Uh, hey, um, wow! I I love you guys. Um, this is such a like great podcast to look forward to every week and uh it's great to hear comedians be so real about mental health um so thank you for that because i think that's important um so i'm just sitting here i'm just wondering what the hell is going on with friendships in 2021 i i'm just curious about how you two are keeping friendships alive um during this time because everyone's going through something weird and we can't really see each other in person. So the virtual stuff like zoom and texting is getting kind of old, but there are people that I want to stay close with and it's been challenging. Um, and I'm also feeling self-conscious about that, uh, because my same sex partner, as Pat would say, um, he's close (gasps) with, Many people, you know, he's always like FaceTime and texting. Um, and I just like, don't really mm. feel like I'm doing that as much these days. Uh, I'm hoping this is relatable content. Um, I'm curious about <laughs> your thoughts on friendships in the time of COVID. Um, thanks for everything. Oh, 
Yes, I love you. I hear you. And what I will I say, you, I you. if I may hop in, my um, opposite sex partner is obsessed with talking on the phone with his friends. Like, he will literally talk to his friends. They're all straight men, apparently. They talk to their... Per- they will talk for two to three hours. That That's to me is hell. That's hell. I feel like I literally have lost my friendships and I'm just hoping they're there when I get back. In the meantime, I've literally made new quarantine friends, read people who live closer to me. So if someone lives in my neighborhood, I'm like, okay, you're my new friend now. What do you think, yeah. Pat? I think that um, for one, I think what I don't feel like I've seen, there's so many people that I think of and I'm like, oh my God, I have not seen you in fully a year. Um, it makes me realize how many friendships I are so, are so like people I just see at shows every two nights. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and so it's strange. <laughs> like, um, you start listing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. It's hard. I mean, I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't. But what I do is I don't trust any of my feelings right now. So if I feel like angry at a friend, or if I'm mm. feeling like, um abandoned by a friend or something i'm like that is quarantine talking like don't listen to it i don't believe anything my brain tells me like about friendships during quarantine because it's like just an insane situation totally Um, so i think like whenever it's whenever it feels over or like whenever people can go places again i am just going to like have a completely um clean slate and feel like i just got to new york off the bus to model (laughs) <laughs> from Kansas. From Kansas, actually. Um, wait, can I tell you, speaking of the phone, can I tell you something that Angelo does? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Angelo, when, when Angelo's family calls him, no matter how close I am, he puts it on speaker and answers mm. and talks. And so, like, a lot of times they won't, like, chime in right away. Mm. But then, like, 12 minutes into the call, they'll be like, where's Pat? And Angelo will be like, oh, he's right here. <laughs> Pat, say hi. And I'm like... Uh, hi and i'm like okay now it's clear that i like wasn't saying yeah. hi for 12 minutes but only because it's like didn't feel like that was the vibe but so you don't even like totally know, and one time one time we were hooking up and then one time um we didn't come hooking up and we were like jerking off afterwards and as we're jerking off i like, <laughs> like pat say hi i think literally no, i think literally he finished i no 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 i don't no one had finished but i was jerking off and his mom called he Literally, I'm jerking off. He puts his mother on speakerphone. <laughs> no. Like he is the kind of person that cannot like not answer a phone for one second. It's really annoying because um because sometimes you're jerking off. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, it's it's funny navigating that. I feel like in quarantine we used to do like weekly family zooms, like with my family or Bri's family, and I have no problem with my family being like, okay, I'm bored of this, I'm gonna go. But obviously, yeah. I can't do that with my lover's family, so I would just finally be like. And he'll stay on the phone for hours, and finally I'd be like, you can get off when you want. And he was like, yeah. He just has, like, he's, like, very, he feels a sense of, like, loyalty, and, like, he's a good son, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, to, that, to that amazing listener, I would say it's a totally relatable question. Don't beat yourself up. And I feel like I've really appreciated all the new friends I've made during core that are more circumstantial and people I might not have connected with had it been my old life, which I can't remember what it was anymore i truly don't when i think about my old self i have to weep for her because she's to quote taylor swift uh old kitty cat can't come to the phone right now because she's <laughs> dead <laughs> um well, I, was like, I just burped it's so embarrassing oh my god i just saw this um incredible instagram video of wendy williams burping then immediately <laughs> fart burping then immediately <laughs> farting on air she burps and immediately <laughs> farts it's incredible it's incredible um, I found it was on the Insta. I follow one meme account and it's Love Sex LA or something. Love and Sex LA or something. 
It's um, it's geared uh, towards gay. I follow a meme yeah. account that's geared towards gay. I used to follow. I I recently unfollowed like everyone I've ever met, so I don't follow any meme accounts anymore. I wanted to be under a thousand, so no one would. So I don't have to look at anyone who hurts my feelings. <laughs> Is that cool? Am I being too negative? No, it's raining out after all. Yeah, it's raining. I'm actually in a good mood because I had so much fun at the show last night. You were killing me um, talking about I'm that s- Bethany salad video. I need to watch that on my own. How do I access that video? It, it, I think you just go to her Instagram account and I think in December, it was posted on December 14th. So I just scroll down a little bit, but you could use the date as a tool. <laughs> I, can, I, I, can, really- I can use that workout for my thumb. <laughs> I, um, you know, I was nervous about that show because I get so nervous for online shows because it feels so scary because you don't know what to say or do. And I always go in being like, I don't know if other people are like doing sets or just like, mm-hmm. and then I went and not with the set. And then I was like, oh, I do want to talk about my haircut and I do want to talk about the Bethany videos. Then I was like, okay, I'll do that. You were so funny. It was so fun. I felt so supported by the community. Everyone in the comments, y'all are gorge. Thank you. And that's why I'm in a good mood. I literally feel whenever I do that kind of thing, I'm like, oh, I remember what I like live for. Um, and then this morning I actually made a breakfast taco. Oh, wow. I just woke up because I could not fall asleep last night. Mm. You know, I had a dream last night that I was in a Broadway show. Oh, my and God. And I got there and my hair. I know. Congratulations to me. And I got there and I had wet hair and I was so upset. And then a shan- the chandelier fell on me. Oh, whenever I talk about a dream on the podcast, several people always DM me with like interpretations. Oh, y'all feel free to DM me with interpretations. Yeah. A few people DM me with interpretations of my oh my dream. God, we about... keep forgetting to have the astrologer on. Okay. We need I to know. do that. I need to email Allison about that. I've been so... um out of my body should we do another letter yeah i'm really feeling what you were feeling about how like i don't know what reality is anymore oh wow you just slept into that because when i said that you're like i never feel that way i would never ever 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 no 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 no, no, no. it wasn't that that (laughs) you were like couldn't be me couldn't be me can't relate you're like can't relate i was saying i couldn't day and night are all very clear it's very clear to me when it's day versus night yeah (laughs) using the tool of uh Light sight. and dark of sight using the famous tool of sight. <laughs> so you can always tell if it's day or night. Okay. Hi, Cat and Pat. Just calling to ask your advice about dealing with jealousy among your friends. Sort of, I have friends who uh, go vi- have the audacity to go viral uh, as I continue to not. And I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Uh, in case you've ever not been famous, I don't know if you've ever dealt with anything along those lines. Well, I love you guys. So glad the pod is back. Uh, trying desperately hard not to speak in your tones of voice on this call. Okay, bye. Hi. Oh, I okay. love you. I mean, I, I, I literally, I, and I, I connect with him, him so much. I miss him I too. It's like, I, miss I get it He's so gone. much. It is, it is such a weird life where like you live a life where everyone you know is constantly trying to go viral. It's exhausting. I've, I've tapped out of the game. I've never gone viral. The virality of your friends can be hard, but where I've come to as a 32 year old gay man living in Brooklyn is that I... First of all, I think of any time I've even gone a little viral and how little joy that brought me. And, I'm like, <laughs> and anytime I'm like mad at social media, I'm like, I don't want to go on this anymore. I'm like, I, I remember those times. I deal a lot with the virality of there. there's a trend of like people from Chicago going huge on social and then like finding out about them. And they're like, oh, my God, OK, you're 
the funniest person I've ever heard of. It was like Meg and then that girl Holmes and then Caleb and then um, Grace. Grace. Grace, who is a dear friend now. So and I funny. cherish and I cherish her. Um, what I would say is that celebrate your friends going viral because it really is true that like, you know, the more success your community has, that you're a part of that. But I get I get where you're coming from. It can feel frustrating when you're like, why isn't my moment happening or what? When's my time? But and when I was first in New York, all my friends were way successful before me. And I was like, this fucking blows. But then I realized what a waste of time. I should be happy for them and keep focusing on my own shit. And hopefully someone will eventually notice. Yeah. Is that I mean, like just, at all good advice? I don't I mean, I just I, I just totally so. get where I, you're coming from. It makes I wonder sense. if this person's. A comedy writer, a comedian, and they're trying to like, but you know, it doesn't. I feel like I've had the experience recently where I've been working with people, and you know, I feel like do, I was doing shows around New York for so many years and being like, oh, these are the people with buzz, or like that person has this, or like that person everyone's talking about right now. And then it's like, so I've worked with people, I'm like, oh, these people have all been working for years, I've never yeah, heard of any of them. Totally. And it's like, you don't need to be like online every single second reminding people you exist to, <laughs> um, like, that I don't think that's as big of a deal as it seems like. Like it's one route. Absolutely. It's one avenue. I think it's just one avenue. Um, and it's the most toxic avenue. And it's one that makes you say it with me saddest. So I don't like, I like to remind myself that there were many, actually there was actually many, many years uh, where the world did exist and humans did <laughs> live on it. And there was actually no such thing as social media and people were really okay. And so, I try to access that. There was a time in my youth when we didn't even know what a front-facing camera was. We had to turn it around. I'm desperate. As soon, yeah, we had to turn it around. Remember digital cameras? I remember. Yeah, um, they were cute. Loading. I took one on my eighth-grade trip to Washington D.C. For me, digital cameras exploded like my junior year of high school, and everyone had web shots. And there was a thing you could, and everyone would. Um, you had a thing where you could look. You could like set up a link so you could see who clicked your web shots like in your aim profile but then there was a there was a hack you could do where you could delete other people's names so it was like people like oh yeah i deleted like elisa's like people who saw her web shots and i'm like why did you do that and they began no i just wanted to if you knew that hack reach out to me (laughs) um but we what i would also say to this friend of ours is that yeah, to, to to piggyback on what Pat said is I always remind myself when I'm – because I feel down all the time like, oh, I'm not making anything. I'm not doing anything. And I tell myself, you know what, girl? There's a lot of real work happening behind the scenes, movies, TV shows, books. You can't be online when you're working on that. In fact, you have to be like kind of hidden for a while, toiling away. And I think it's much more rewarding to uh, spend time on something you really care about and have like, you know – God, words are not coming to me today. But No, I know what you mean. It. Yeah, and then also it's just like that phase. Like the it, when someone goes viral, it's like five seconds later, no one remembers. It doesn't mean anything. And it is so joyless. It's so incredible. And it might joyless. get you in the door. It might get you in the door. But if you don't have the chops to back it up once you get in the door, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. So being viral is stupid and social media is stupid. It makes us always feel like there's something wrong <laughs> that we can't figure out. And that is a state that is that it is state really that makes is. existing absolutely hell on earth. <laughs> it re- like, can you can we pause for a second and just like think? Can we just think what if this what if we lived in the 90s and all we had was a phone to call each other from our houses? Yeah. What would that be like? Well, I've been, you know, I was watching 1992's Real World New York and it was like that. And I was like, 
something mm. about watching that, like, I felt so nostalgic for a time I wasn't yeah. even alive for. Or I was alive, but I was four. When uh, let's face <laughs> Which it, is barely alive. Let's face it, you're not alive when you're four. You're practically <laughs> dead. Um, but um, and there was just something about the way everyone was talking to each other and existing, and I was like, oh god, like I, I remember that from a past life or something, and I want it so badly. Totally, and that's why when I was in in Indiana this summer, I ordered pizza on the phone just to feel something. I was I was having a fake conversation with myself recently yesterday as recently as yesterday <laughs> where i was like okay so when the pandemic ends i'm going to travel which i never have done and i want to go to like india and i want to go to a couple different places and i'm like and i pictured myself like tweeting like hey like gonna go away for a week not going away for a yeah. while like not gonna really be using my phone so um yeah so this is my you know warning of that and I was like, that would be so incredible. And I would feel so good. And I would meet all these people that, and I just want to go far, far away and <laughs> meet people that have no idea about my stupid little world and like remember and put everything in context and remember like that, um, that the world is actually very big. I want to leave the country so bad. I really, really hate it here. Is my new thing. I, know. I can't, I, it's. Just a terrible place, really. I was in a really bad place like two or three days ago. I was just like, I can't. I looked at my phone and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. I can't look at this anymore. And I can't make stuff and pretend that I like being a part of this anymore. I really was like, it feels so false. I I don't know. I, I have to I have to get off for at least like two weeks. What do you think about when people do those away messages? And as I'm like, okay, like, like I don't just go off. You don't need to say that message. I know. Are you, like, or well, do you mem- think it's helpful? I don't know. Remember, I famously did that with Instagram and then like signed back on one day later because I thought because <laughs> I thought of a video I thought was hilarious where I put like, that was like a fake shampoo commercial that no one liked and then I deleted it like the second I posted it. But I did leave it up on Twitter and Pantene Shampoo DM'd me and asked if they. Could could post it and i was like oh my god absolutely and okay they, that's huge they never did obviously <laughs> but oh Pant- i've gotten that but i love you pantene and i'm so glad that we had that opportunity to connect over direct message on twitter pantene pro v because women are strong just like our hair you know my one of my favorite poems by eileen miles where she's it's called greece and she's like, this summer, I want to spend an entire month in Greece. And my friends are like, that's crazy. You can't even afford to pay rent. How are you going to like afford to go to Greece? And she's like, I know it's crazy, but in Greece, I will be sane. And I'm like, that's such a good, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. My whole 20s were played by this thing of like, whenever <laughs> people like, traveled, oh, I'm like, how, where is the money coming from? Like, I never. Because, and I say this as someone who did plan an entire cross country road trip, like everything was Everything is very expensive. That's why, like, that's why the camping, even camping, you have to pay for the campsite usually. Yeah. But that's pretty affordable. But, like, I had to get the, I had to get a tent. Actually, that was pretty affordable. But what was not affordable was that every hotel is, like, I feel like you're mad at me, but every hotel is, like, $200 a night. I'm not mad at you. Why would I be mad at you? Not mad. I feel like, um, you know what? You know what was it? Do you watch that uh, video Brian sent us? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I was like, I was like, we have not felt that free in so long. Yeah, I definitely don't feel free. I mean, that's for sure. My but... my lover sent a video that we took. It was like over a year ago when we went to the Hamptons and I couldn't speak, 
and it was i don't know why this video exists but it was like pat on the beach and i kind of run toward you and then we kind of play fight (laughs) (laughs) we play like dogs play and then like i'm you're laughing but i'm not making any sound because i couldn't and then we just like run off into the sand like are wrestling each other and i was like i want to feel like that again one one time when i was a freshman year in high one time when i was a freshman year in high school um i had this fake um choreographed fight i would do with this girl like kind of buffy style like (laughs) and it kept getting longer and then like a few weeks into it i was like and we would like giggle so hard and like pretend to fight and like do all these like karate moves and like dare dodge <laughs> it. And then I was like, "This is actually really gay. Like, this is really Aww. gay. What you're doing right now. You got to just stop this." And then the next time oh. she tried to do our choreographed fight, I was like, "What are you doing? Like, <gasps> I was like, what are you doing? I'm straight. I'm not gonna play Aww, and giggle with that you, breaks little my girl. Heart. That's like in Frances Ha when she's like, "Fight with me with her new friend," and her friend's like, "Ow." <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I I don't, I like Frances Ha, but I don't remember anything about it except that um. There's an art show. Yeah, all you need to know is that like she is like missing her normal best friend who she play fights with in the park, and she like tries to play fight with her new friend, and the girl's like, "Ow, why are you hitting me? Please stop doing that." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Wow, wow, wow. I'm the facts are coming in. 80 million men and women in the US experience thinning hair. It's not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel extremely scary and stressful. And that only adds to the problem. Take charge of your hair growth and make the next few months your time to grow thicker, fuller, healthier hair. Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. On top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers or chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails, and a little my little friend libido. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair into your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Shipping is free and you can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? Yes. In clinical studies, Nutrafol users saw thicker, stronger hair growth with less shedding in three to six months. I'm excited to try Nutrafol because um, because I straighten my hair all the time. It always breaks off at the end and doesn't get longer. So I'm excited. So you could grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code SEEKTREATMENT to save 20% off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SEEKTREATMENT, for hair as strong as you are, baby. Hey, just dropping back in really quick to tell you guys to remind to more like remind you guys that to get tickets yeah. for our live show coming up. We did it it's once. We're doing it again. It's time for our live show. It's time for, for our, our live show. show. I love how we're like let's record a new thing and then we're like both yeah. once again like singing live show to the tune of Kyoto. Oh, our incredible, oh. incredible creative idea that absolutely. We gotta get Phoebe Bridgers on the pod. I feel like she would do it. I think she would too. I think her and Maggie Rogers were both through it ever since they did Diarist cover. They're kind of like down for whatever. That's such a good point. If you like good points like that, tune into our <laughs> live show. We, Thanks to Dynasty Typewriter. By li- by live, of course, I mean live stream. I think people were a little confused yeah. at one point, but it'll be a Zoom show. But it'll be chic, and it'll be me, Pat, a special a few special guests, 
And uh, it's on April 9th at... Five o'clock. Um, it's at five o'clock, California, eight New York, late night in Europe. And we can't <laughs> wait to see you there. So you can get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com or I think it's in Pat's bio yeah. or just Google it. So I wrote, I wrote a little song to promote the live show. Can you believe it's time to seek treat? Not just alone, but in a Zoom room. In a Zoom room. In a Zoom room. It's the seek treatment live show. You must go. Dynasty typewriter on April 9th. That's right. 5 p.m. California. 8 o'clock New York. A late night in Europe. And that's you're not a dork. If you watch the show, you won't be a dork. Yeah. Letter for help from perhaps? Yeah, let's do a more letter for help. Hi, girlies. Um, I'm currently sitting in the parking lot waiting for the kiddos I nanny for, so I'm feeling like a little pat moment. Um, I'm calling because I'm a sad slut calling for some advice. Um, I recently broke up with my boyfriend of around like one and a half years, and I'm very sad and crushed. Um, so I wanted to see if you guys had any advice for um, getting over a breakup, being sad <sighs> after a breakup. Um, yeah, so any advice you have about that? And then my second question is, um, I've never been single and, like, sexually liberated before, and I'm looking forward to not being in a relationship for a while and just kind of um, being a little sleuth. Um, so I just wanted some <laughs> advice um, for, like, once everything opens up again, like any advice for being slutty and like describing. Um, also a disclaimer um, to my boyfriend's sister who might be listening. Um, I miss you and I'm sad we can't hang out anymore. And please don't oh. tell him um, about this. You know who you are. Okay, bye. I love you both. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, girl. Well, okay, first of all, what a greedy, greedy little girl having two questions and a call out. <laughs> I, I want you to stay friends with the sister. I would like you to stay friends with the sister, right? That you can, she can do that, right? Um, I guess that's tricky. On the terms. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's. I think that would be tough. I think that would be odd. Maybe I'll I'm, say, I'm thinking of like. You know what? I'm gonna invite that girl when when as soon as it's safe to do so. I'm gonna invite that girl to my apartment and the sister to my apartment. So it's kind of like yeah. a neutral third part. Like it's no right. one's space, and I'm just gonna be like, we're here. There's space for people to do whatever they need to do and say whatever they need to say. I'm going to be in the other <laughs> room. I'm going to let you two girls decide how you want to move forward. And they're going to be like, Absolutely. thanks, Pat. And I'll be like, I'll be right in here. <laughs> and I'll close the door. One time my brother got annoyed with me because I liked the Instagram of someone he'd broken up with. And he was like, stop. Like, And I was, he was like, he was like, you guys can't be. Yeah. And I understood that because I think. I understood that. My I, def I definitely understand. Parents that. recently, I remember like a few months ago, they were like, "Can we unfo Can we like defriend that person on Facebook that you dated in 2015?" And I was like, "Absolutely, <laughs> you gotta let it go." Yeah, but you know, it's funny. I've never really been through a real, real breakup, so I have very little. I don't. Tr I don't truly, truly, truly know like how it feels to like have a serious relationship end. Um, it actually feels like you are dying. You feel physically ill. You order Domino's pizza at 10 a.m. I love Domino's pizza. You haven't eaten the entire day before. I mean, I went fucking... In 2015, I had a breakup that made me lose my fucking mind. I think it's really good that you're doing this nanny job because it's really, really nice to have 
a place to be and just like just distract honestly at the beginning you have to just distract yourself because it's way too painful to just sit and think about everything what i'll say i don't know how old you are but i bet you're young congratulations i feel like at the end of the day as they say on love island if you broke up it wasn't meant to be and so i think you have to just know you it sounds like you're you've made you know you've made the right decision but i don't know it just it's honestly this is the most annoying answer in the world but it's like you have to just kind of wait and distract yourself until you feel like a little bit less pain when you wake up in the morning though nannying is the worst job to have to do when you're like in a sad mood like yeah to have to like try to like regulate your own emotions when there's children it's like it is so hard it's like are you an artist or something can you make something out of it that's the best way to like deal okay so part one is basically there is no good way to get over it just know that it, it will happen and that uh everyone in human history has kind of felt what you're feeling right now and that makes you part of a great tradition of powerful um fierce women and then i you know what i i'm just i just remember in 2015 after like a really bad breakup i had to go do an improv class show at like four in the afternoon at ucb east yeah and after the class show they're like let's get a beer and i was like okay i guess i'm getting blackout and i had like three i had three beers at like 4 p.m in east village i walked to the urban outfitters on second avenue and 10th street i bought this like hideous sweater i don't know why i just like needed to like do something i needed to feel i bought the ugliest (laughs) sweater and then i came home like drunk it was like the sun had not even set and i put on this ugly sweater and i passed that on my futon and my roommates came home and were like poking me they're like are you okay and i was like let's go out tonight and then i fell asleep until the morning oh my god <laughs> oh my god that is such a sensory memory it's like being at ucb east at four the o'clock. wet floor did yeah. the wet the wet 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 floor and wait did you guys get beers at the beast or did you go to a different bar yeah at the beast and it, it's always like that 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 bar for me it's always like you walked in and like it was always snowing and everyone's like dusting their snow on the ground yeah and like oh i'm like it's so far east <laughs> it is so far east <laughs> oh is. my god oh my god ucb east and i have a lot of memories there that are like dcm so i like haven't slept in days i'm on like oh my god. i'm on like not enough molly and it's like <laughs> i'm doing the stupidest show you could ever imagine and then like and then, I only like, went to a DCM party once, and I I hooked up with this guy who's so hot who you don't think is hot. Oh yeah, I know who you mean. I don't think that guy's hot. <laughs> Though if he listens, uh, if you hooked up with Catherine at a UCB <laughs> party and you're listening, uh, I'm sorry, but I think we should be just friends, me and you. But I like that. I like that person a lot. I like the person that you hooked up with. Yeah, at a DCM party. I honestly felt like I was like really excited because he was so funny and sweet, and then we like had sex and then i never heard from him again i think he's married now so definitely shout out and um, <laughs> shout out to me because i found the person i want to marry um i'm obsessed with every time i have two drinks now i'm like when are we gonna get engaged and oh Brian's really like, yeah why do i like that i don't know my boyfriend's sister's engaged which is kind of fun because like there will be a wedding there will be a wedding yeah that's a good title for something um what was i gonna say though about oh she her next question was like now i'm gonna be single and slutting it up oh I guess that's yeah not really a question i think that um you should just like go for it like i think my, my whenever i was single, my biggest memories about being single is like being really shy around guys or not even shy but never really wanting to make a move and like if i could go back i would just tell myself just to like who gives a fuck you know what i mean yeah, do you think it would be different? And I, I don't want this for you, but if you were single again, do you think it would be different, like, how you would approach courtship? Um, I can't tell. Probably. Probably, I think. 
Yeah, I don't I want to be also be clear. I don't handle things well. So when I'm going through a breakup or when I'm doing my single phase, I'm just like taking the worst care of my body, like sleeping too much and then not enough. I would just hop on Hinge, hop on Tinder and just go the fuck off. And I would have like a juggle like six people at a time. So I never had to be alone. But you know what? The pandemic has taught me that it's, I actually like being alone. Do straight people go on Hinge and, and Tinder and just fuck from those apps? Or do they like really yeah. try to date each other? Uh, definitely in my experience, I was, I was able somehow to find a guy who just wanted to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I was able to find exclusively that. Um, <laughs> I don't have much experience with Hinge though, because when in back in my day, cue my creaky bones, um, back in my day, it was Tinder and Hinge. But now like both my brother, you know, this is so, so funny. Both my brothers have new girlfriends. Oh, I didn't know the youngest on one does. Yeah, she's really cute. And they've met on Hinge. I think all of all four of those all four of those crazy kids met on Hinge. But it's so it's so funny when guy when a straight guy decides he wants a girlfriend, he just literally types in his phone like, hey. And then five seconds later, he's like, hey, guys, this is my girlfriend. But when I wanted a boyfriend, I just feel like it's a whole different hoopty hoop. You have to jump through the hoopty loopties mm-hmm. to kiss a prince or whatever. Kiss a frog. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You've got to kiss a lot of frogs is the famous saying. I've snogged so many wet little frogs. What is the deal with that story? It's like, actually, I don't want to talk about the frog. I'm, I don't want to talk about frog prints. So. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I was like, I don't like give my take on like the frog print story. I'm like, yeah. maybe stop like trying to be on a podcast for one single second and just exist. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, funny because I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, thank God, now we're like actually doing a podcast. I was like, I'm not being funny today, but I was like, Pat's gonna really like, he's gonna no. cinch it for us by by the distilling this metaphor of the frog and the prince. You know, whenever I listen to a different podcast, which is rarely, and I hear someone whenever they talk about food, I'm like, oh, this is like Zeke treatment. We just talk about like pizza all day. <laughs> um, it's like it's anal oral. Pizza and, appeti- and appetizers, you know, oral, oral and appetizers are so. You know, oh my god! I played the most fun game this weekend. Um, have you ever played the game where you you have like a deck of cards and you hold up a card to your head so everyone can see the number, but you can't see it, and then you give a category like best like um cities, and so the best city would be. If you have an ace, everyone will say what they think is the best city. If you have a two, it's what the worst city is. And so then you do other categories like oh, uh, you know, songs or, or like um, Brian did Kanye West songs because he loves that. And <laughs> um, and my brother's friend did appetizers. And I was like, that is the best category I could think of. I was like, pigs in a blanket and wings. Put that at the ace. And then at two, I was like, mushroom stuffed mushrooms. Oh, I love stuffed mushrooms. They're so really? good. Yeah. There's always secretly bread in them. People are always secretly putting bread and flour in Well, stuff. yeah. I mean, well, I don't know you could say it's a secret when they're called stuff. Like, stuffed definitely implies stuffing, which is oh. bread. We have to be honest about that. Well, to me, stuffing, I'm like, I'm picturing like green, kind of creamy greens. That's, creamy greens. No one would ever um, think creamy greens when they say stuffing. Okay. Well, you're, look, you're looking at a girl <laughs> in a peasant gown who thought of creamy greens for once. Um, you know what? Appetizer had like this huge, huge like moment for a very long time and then has all but fallen off the face of the earth, which I think is okay and good. Um, it's actually... Uh, potato skins remember everyone was having potato skins they it was so rare for them to be good now they're kind of gone by the wayside yeah i don't like i really don't like that you know where i went i had the most amazing chicken fingers 
You know what? <laughs> That's place? where I went. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A place has literally such fucking good chicken fingers that it makes literally. you want to, literally such good chicken fingers makes you want to kill yourself. And <laughs> the place I'm talking about is Keg and Lantern in Greenpoint has truly unreal Keg and Lantern. Yeah. It, that sounds haunted and sexy. It's on a Nassau, I think. I used to get it a lot because I used to live right by there, and now I even still get it sometimes. And they used to be really, really good. They're everything they had, but like recently, every you know when a restaurant changes something and like all the, they have the mm-hmm. same menu, but everything is like a worse version of itself. Oh, it's always like yeah, it like used to be chicken fingers, and it's like chicken cutlet prosciutto bread. Yeah, and you're or, like no, or or like well, with the like cake lantern, it's like. Oh, the menu is identical like it's still the same shit but it's like all prepared in different like maybe it's a new chef or something and like yeah like n- just nothing is as good anymore and it like visually is different too you know what my parents were obsessed with growing up what like there would be like there were like a few spots in houston a few restaurants that like would always change restaurants like they could never like yeah and my mom would always drive by and be like they can never stick to that spot. That yeah. spot always has a tough time. That location always has a tough yeah, time. Yeah, I know, but yeah, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> my mom, we used to think of my mom because she would use the term changed hands a lot. Like she'd be like, <laughs> so, you know, um, the flower shop changed hands. It's now owned by, like, so, like she would, whenever, like, a, there was a new owner, she'd be like, oh, it's going it to changed that. hands. Do you think your mom would ever come on the podcast? Um, I, she well, she doesn't listen to the podcast, and she um, they t- they already talk about this how she refers to the podcast as not for parents. It's like true, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like Kids humiliated of it. She's like humiliated of it. She's humiliated. My, of my dad work. always. My dad always tries to be like, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. You like sex. Your mom, she's she's lame. Like, she doesn't get it. My mom's like, I support you too. And he's like, I don't care. It's cool. My dad would, <laughs> yeah. Me and my dad don't acknowledge sex to each other. I don't really acknowledge sex with my mom either. No, I don't acknowledge sex with my parents, but like, it's basically all I talk about. So my dad's just like, it's cool. We're cool with it. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but what were you saying about Keg and Lantern? Oh, just that they had really good chicken fender fingers. You know, I went to Fellini's in Soho. I don't know what that is. It's this place. I went there last week and I had, I was really drunk and I got, we got an amazing basket of chicken tenders and it really. Oh, a basket makes it sound so good. It was so good in a basket. They have like checker tablecloths. You know. What's your favorite appetizer? Oh, that's such a good question. Probably nachos at the end of the day. Like, at the end of the day, nachos. I would never pick that. What would you pick? Okay. At the end of the day, it's a toss-up between pigs and blanket. Oh, you need to yes. get... No, you and hot dogs. It's weird how you are with it's them. It's not weird. <laughs> no, it, like, creeps into it's every so... facet of your life. Ew. Ew, whether it be weird. your Whether it be your favorite main or your favorite appetizer, it creeps into Every single <laughs> facet of your life. It is not weird how I am with hot dogs. <laughs> it's like you're fixated on them. Well, yeah, it's okay. Frig and slurp. I love cock. I, yeah, I love cock no matter the size, Pat. Um, well, okay. Now that I'm absolutely embarrassed, I will also say that I love this. is This is even more embarrassing. I love boneless chicken wings. No, that's incredible. I love boneless. And I need at least three sauces. I need a ketchup option. I need a honey mustard. And then I need like a spicy. Yeah. Chipotle. 
me and Chipotle mayo, mayo really. I know, you go way back. You're, yeah. Honestly, I could say the same thing that you said to me about hot dogs. You and Chipotle mayo, it's weird how it slips into every facet of your life. Okay. The way you are with Chipotle mayo makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel okay with it. I feel okay, okay. with it. Okay. Well, I'm at peace with my hot dog absorption. <laughs> um, I need to. See, you know what? I I need to stop with this porn. I'm done. Gay porn. Wait, can I give a shout? Quick shout out. You know what? Actually, a company that sent me sausages that were so good. Speaking of hot dogs, Seymour's. They're meat and veggies. Shout out to Seymour's. Shout out to Seymour's sausages. Um, I want to never watch gay porn again because it doesn't bring me joy. It makes mm. me feel bad. And it, I think, it, you know, when like um, people talk about like addictive things and they, they like they say the sentence so that they're like, it's actually rewiring your brain and how your mm-hmm. brain works in a way. And, mm-hmm. and then they like explain something about like pathways. I don't know what that those people mean by that, and I don't know if that's true or real. But I do feel like gay porn has, well, has rewired my brain in a bad way, and mm. it makes me like not. I don't know. I just want to stop it. That I just, I just want to stop with it. I connect to that. I, I I don't I don't really care about porn that much, but I think in my own sex life, like I find that we'll go through phases of getting like more and more perverted until it feels like boring and then we have to go back to like the simple things yeah and there are, like these cycles of like like at some point we'll be doing the really fucked up shit and then i'm like this actually like doesn't do anything for me anymore so we have to go back to just like you have to like rewire um porn i don't feel much when i see porn i'm just like okay i was explaining to my therapist um my little fantasies that i engage in when i'm having sex like does he think that's normal? He thinks it's normal. It, it kind of came from a standpoint of me being like, I don't want to have to do this all the time. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I want to get out of the writer's room and just enjoy myself for once. Mm-hmm. And he was like asking, like, if Angelo like does it too. And I was like, no, he is not in it. It's not like role play. It's just me in my head, and I don't really tell him I'm doing it. And it's just like my own little yeah, secret. Yeah, I do that. And then he was like, "Well, does he know about it?" And I was like, "He knows about it because I talk about it on my podcast, um, but we <laughs> don't." And then so he gave me a challenge: just stay, try to be really present in myself during sex. Mm. And he says things like, "Just feel what's happening to your body." And I'm like, oh, "Shut up!" <laughs> He's um, coming on to you. But um, wait, and just bleep out when I said his name, even though I've said his name publicly ten million times. But um. <laughs> But so I've been trying to do that. And I do think it's interesting. Well, I think I've been able to, I used to do that a lot more. And now I can, like, now that I'm more comfortable with Bri, I can just kind of say the fantasies out loud or be like, I want you to, like, say, call me this or be that. So he suggest i mean oh yeah bleep it out again uh he suggested that but keep i can't wait to hear these, these erotic yeah keep keep bleeping it like sexy style like yeah. saying fuck <laughs> uh, what if we bleeped every time we said fuck <laughs> we should do a, an, a special where we bleep. <laughs> We should do a family-friendly episode yeah we should um i um what was i going to say oh he said you know he was like well or he's like but you can mount you bring him into it and like you know people really enjoy that too like you'll you can do that together and i was like that would have that's too embarrassing to me. Like, I would be humiliated to be, like, doing that. And I was like, I would rather try not to do it than to do it with someone. And he was Aww. like, okay. 
Um, so that's what has been going on with me. This morning, because um, I'm wearing this sort of slutty little nightgown. It actually isn't slutty. It's actually kind of puritanical. Which I'll is make you my slutty little nightgown. Sl- oh, I'll never anyone. forget. Have I talked about this? Have I talked about this on the podcast? How the first time I heard "Swing Swing," I was like, "This is the best oh song." Oh my I've god, ever "Swing Swing." Swing, swing swing was swing a game from changer. The and you know what else is a game changer? <laughs> my <for me>? heart is <laughs> I love, I fucking love pop punk. I also was really game changed by um the song Daylight by Matt and Kim. Oh my I heard god. it and I was like, I could not Yeah. I felt alive. I was in someone else's car, but I was too nervous to ask. I was just like, oh my god. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be like, what is this and not be cool? I was just like, oh my god, this is so good. These are the songs. And then that I made it my ringtone. These are the things that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> My current alarm is um, <laughs> cut to a feeling from Carly Rae Jepsen, but I want it. That's good. But I said it from a specific place of wanting it to be at that part where it's like I want to wake up and be like, like I want that to be my alarm. But it starts at the beginning of the song, so it's like mm. it doesn't even feel like cut to a feeling. It's like this annoying like beginning, and it's so that's what I wake up to every day. But. Um, but these are the these are the songs that make you do what you just did. Where you're like, oh my god, like this song's incredible. Like, what is this song? Like, and you're in college, and like it's um, Matt and Kim Daylight. It's Vampire Week in Oxford, comma. Oh, the guy talks about Oxford, comma. That's a song where you're like, oh my I'm god, like what is this? What is this crazy song? It's so good. That song is so good. How would you talk to me that way? I wanna <laughs> fuck that guy. I wanna fuck that man for once in my life. But wait, I know I wanna fuck that guy too. But you know he's married to Rashida Jones. Yeah, I know. I do know that. The, okay. The other um, song that's like you know, and then other pop punk songs that I like thought were so fun were that one. Maybe it was Taken Back Sunday that was like, and will you tell all your friends you got your gun to my head? This song is only much for thinking. This song is only much for thinking. Why can't I do anything <laughs> for anyone? Okay, you're aging yourself. I don't know that one. Oh, yeah, that was a little maybe before your time. Angela, before this, me time. <laughs> Angela, has this funny bit where wherever we're on um, a road trip or like because we'll like often rent a car and drive to Rhode Island. Uh, always, obviously, the song um, I chimed in. Haven't you people ever heard of? Yeah. <laughs> so that song always comes <laughs> on. And there's this part where he goes, the champagne. Uh, what's the champagne part of it again? It's like, pour the champagne, pour the champagne. I chimed in. But Angelo always sings it, but he pretends that <laughs> after he says that, he screams champagne. So it's like, pour the champagne, pour the champagne. The champagne! Like, I don't know why. Angelo sings it like that, but it's really funny every time. Because it's like something that Panic at the Disco would do. It would be to sing it that way. I can't explain that. <laughs> Wait, I just zoned out because my agent just texted me. It's just so funny. Oh my I God, got what them. What an annoying time to zone out when I was like taking this huge narrative risk and doing something that like... When I'm screaming okay. champagne oh. to Panic at the Disco and At least it wasn't when someone... T- remember when someone was talking about like how their their family member had like passed away and then you were like, I just got a text from Ashley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Okay, are you mad that I brought that up? No, I don't care about that. But what I was going to say is that on our road trip, Brian was obsessed with... um. That I I was always I was obviously playing folklore nonstop and it was like, um, how does how does the first song go? You know I actually don't have a very great knowledge of folklore evermore because they both make me fall asleep, which is good. But um, um, I have like, to be I keep meaning to listen to them. Well, all I know like, is that Brian always goes, "Thought I saw you at the bus stop." She's like, oh, "What's the part?" I don't know. You know, listeners will know. 
Listeners Wait, won't you... know my champagne part too, Catherine. <laughs> and I listeners know. won't know my taken back Sunday because there are, we do have thirty year listeners, and they will know. Um, I think it's called. It's called. Yeah, whatever. I think it's called "Cute Without the C" cut from the team. Is that Sun Take Back Sunday? Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I know you what you're tell saying. All your friends, you've got your gun to my head. Like what? Like <laughs> pop punk loves to do that, where it's like, okay, like who? Who it's has? Like, and then, yeah, it's like the pronouns are all very vague. So it's like, wait, who has what gun to whose head? And it's like, <laughs> are you just breaking up with someone? Like, well, who is shooting someone? You know what I mean? It's like, it's what like, is the she deal? She told me you'd never be anything but me. <laughs> yeah. Put yeah. your gun in my mouth. Yeah. Dad never taught me anything, and my mom and my brother said she would always grow up to be him. Yeah. That was yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? Band makes me feel sexual. The night, the nineteen seventy five. Do you know um, them? They act okay, gay, yes. but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Bands okay, love to friend, act gay, but not be. Sorry. Well, but it's, it's the whole it's the Nori Reed um, discussion of male straight men painting their fingernails. Yeah, 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 yeah. But well, um, my friend Alex, shout out my girl. She is so obsessed with them, and she talks about it so much that I actually can't even really get into it. And I love her, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> And if anyone if, if anyone has a connection with them and wants to hook Alex up with the main singer, I know she'd appreciate that. Is he bi? He, the thing about him is that I don't know. I feel like he's the kind he of is. person who's done interview. Like straight guys will do this. Like they'll be like, "I'm not grossed out." Like they'll feel not. Yeah, I'm not grossed. They'll feel out. not viscerally gr- grossed <laughs> out by like the thought of kissing a man. So they'll go on. They'll be like, "I'm open to anything." Like they'll that say that to like on magazines. Our podcast. Yeah, that happened on our podcast. <laughs> so, anyways, um, wait. What Am I being just, naughty? Am mm, I being naughty today? No, no. Amy was like um, said at her book her book event the other night she was like I did Catherine's podcast and she kind of just fully lies down during it which is interesting and I was like (laughs) yeah I was like and your point is your point being and your point being (laughs) um, should we do one last letter yeah let's do one last letter hi Cat and Pat Uh, this is Jack uh, I'm calling to you from Wisconsin. I um, I'm literally obsessed with you guys, and I was calling in regards to the Gen Z versus Millennial situation. Um, I am 19, a freshman in college, and so I'm just wanted to give my little like two cents from a Gen Z perspective. Um, what I have been seeing on TikTok is that I think there's a lot of um, misinformation being spread between TikTok and Twitter, especially with millennials who aren't on TikTok, because I most people on TikTok are Gen Z are like confused as to how this all started, because most of us are like I don't hate skinny jeans or a side part. It's just the trend right now to be wearing baggy jeans and a middle part. <laughs> um, and I think when I got on TikTok and saw that there was like a, a feud, I'm putting that in air quotes right now, um, happening, <laughs> I think it was like I only saw millennials being like, Gen Z's attacking us for our, our fashion trends, which I don't exactly think was the case. I know you guys probably rather die than talk about that um, on the podcast again because you already spent a lot of time on it. But I just wanted to call and um, give a little perspective. But I'm literally up to school musical with you guys and um, can't wait for the next app. Love you. 
<laughs> um, that's hilarious. Thank, thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you. For, I appreciate that. I appreciate being informed. I love you too. I can't believe we have a listener who is 10 full American years younger than me. I want to shout out and lift you up. And 13. Um, that makes perfect sense. Usually when, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> this is a feeling I get sometimes because I do cameo and sometimes I'll be like, uh, me oh making, my get, God, Pat, but Pat, sometimes, sometimes I'm making a 19th like birthday I, like a video for someone's 19th birthday i'm like i can't make a video for a 19 year old I'm like, i'll go to jail like i'll be it will be taken to jail if i make a video for a 19 year old pat i don't know what's wrong with me but i literally have ignored my last 10 cameo requests and i want to say sorry if you've requested me i don't know why i like can't make myself do it no i've gone through that phase it can be really hard. i've ignored so many and i feel so guilty i mean i'm probably gonna go do them all for free eventually when i'm bored one day but i just feel no it can be really hard sometimes um um, but, okay, so this person, this Gen Z. Yeah, I don't understand this war either because I'm not on TikTok. So I'm like, first of all, I didn't even know side parts were like a huge millennial thing. Second of all, yeah, we all hate skinny jeans. And John Early one time said he would never wear my jeans because they were skinny jeans. And No, but what this guy is saying is that it's all, it's just made up. Because it's like, it's just what people do online, which is like they want to get upset about something. So they like make something up like skinny. Like they want to have like a cause. So they're like, okay, now I'm mad about skinny jeans. And this yeah. guy... This amazing listener is saying, like, there's no hard feelings between us. He's saying, I love skinny jeans. I love and respect you. He's saying, I want to build a life with you. He's looking me in the eye and saying, will you marry me? Essentially, that's happening. Whoever styles The Bachelor always puts The Bachelor in skinny jeans, especially late in the season. It happens almost every single season. There's always whoever's job is to dress The Bachelor um, is a staunch believer in skinny jeans you know what i know there i don't know what stores these ever there must be a special 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 store where bachelor and bachelorette contestants get their cocktail dresses and evening gowns yeah because i've never seen anything like that in a store well i think you have to go out and buy like if you get on bachelorette it makes it reminds me of like drag race where like if you get on you have to like literally spend thousands of dollars on like costuming and stuff like if you get on bachelor you literally need to have like 45 like gowns i was reading an article with becca from uh are season i think it was on this podcast she came up and i like went to yeah. reconnect with her but anyways, on this podcast on this podcast i reconnected with becca from <laughs> Ari's season who famously was reported as a missing person by her parents because she was that young when she went on the show um, oh my god <laughs> yeah on love island the girls will be like they'll change into stilettos every like a different pair of stilettos every night to be in the same house with the same people oh i i know my crush of the week you just reminded me of her. Oh, but anyways, thank you, Gen Z, for saying that. I do feel connected with Gen Z because we had two, we had our Gen Z guests. I love on. Gen Z, and and I love that we have like that Gen Z connection coming on the pod I felt and sharing really, a story. It was like a, it was um, it was incredibly refreshing yeah. to have a, two gorgeous Gen Z guests. <laughs> um, crush the week. Yeah, so my crush the week is actually going to be uh, Diljeet taylor who is the head women's coach at byu uh byu women are running very 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 well this season both at indoor nationals and cross-country nationals and i'm not sure what diljeet's past is she kind of exploded onto this because byu has always been very known for their men's teams and now their women's teams have been getting very good and this year their women outperform their men and they have different coaches and so because they won ncaa cross uh this past monday um dilji taylor like was getting interviewed and she was where she had like she has like long black hair will wear like fully like louboutin 
on like the cross country course <laughs> red bottom bitch she's a red bottom bitch and like yes. expensive looking sunglasses and she was wearing she's probably in her 40s i think and wearing like kind of a trucker hat backwards flat brimmed and she's just like <laughs> doing an interview and i'm like this woman is incredible like this woman's incredible and she must be a very very good coach because they're doing great things that program i usually root against byu because i like assume they hate gay people but maybe that's not true um yeah i just watched the beginning of a mormon murder documentary thing and i was like utah is crazy but there's a full gay utah porn is also category really beautiful th- there's a full mormon. gay porn category that's mormon mormon play mormonism is completely mormon play, mormon play. maybe i'll ask my partner if he wants to do mormon play with me in the bedroom <laughs> maybe that would help you unlock whatever's holding you back sexually if you could dive in if you pretend to be joseph smith um okay to wrap it up my crush of the week is so as you guys know i just finished all six seasons of love island uk we did not do them in order so our final season which was the best season ever in my opinion was season three and i have a crush on a chris and kem's friendship and b kem and amber as a couple and i wish they were still together i adore them um so shout out to chris kem and amber as you guys might have seen on twitter i am desperately trying to get a love island contestant on the podcast and i believe we're in talks with a few contestants and i'm very excited about that so that's my story i'm sticking to it girls yeah um okay are you mad at me absolutely not um i'm Great. absolutely not i felt like not the most awake i've ever felt in the beginning of this yeah and now i feel a little better are you mad at me no not even a little bit i actually was saying you it's so funny when I, you know i told lauren mandel last night because you were going first and i said something like oh i hope pat remembers and she was like yeah and then i was like you know what? Actually, I told her, I was like, he's actually been like really on top of his shit lately oh and really God. like energized and like happy to be alive. Okay, but now I'm like, okay, you and Lauren Mandel are like <laughs> literally no, talking we were, shit about me. No, <laughs> we were laughing because she was like, she she said like her last like three texts to you were just like, hey, sorry to bother you, Pat, but it's Lauren. Like, are you coming onto the show? <laughs> what? And it's not true, Lauren. That is not true. Oh my true. God. I did not mean to start. I did not mean to start shit. No, but Lauren, that is not true. Okay, well, Lauren's my number one girl, so don't come for her. Um. Okay. Well, but we, but anyway, the point is we were saying i was saying how you've been um seeming like you're really now you're like so yeah obviously you're like (laughs) i was actually when me and my friend were were talking shit about you yesterday i actually said lately he's been not that bad and we were not talking (laughs) shit about you (laughs) i was just saying i hope you'll remember about the show because i didn't post about it yeah and i was saying and then you came on early yeah i i okay, got there at eight o'clock you're... for an eight o'clock oh my show God. oh my okay don't act like you've never been late to something oh oh my when have <laughs> i not shown up to your shows no no you've always shown up to my shows okay so why you're getting out with laurie mandel oh my god okay i really i literally regret bringing it up i was trying to be like nice yeah it was a weird <laughs> approach to being nice interesting strategy about being nice <laughs> you're the one who said you had a small plate <laughs> i didn't say and that Sudi said i had a small plate okay you know what i but all i'm saying is that whatever size plate you used to have i think it's bigger <laughs> cool so okay I had to go get my medication. Wow, I'm gonna need some medication after this. I feel like I need a guilty pill because I feel like shit for making my friend upset. You're gonna need a guilty pill. You better, (laughs) you better head to Rite Aid for their guilty pills. Wait, do you know what I'm? Do you know what I was trying to say though? Are you actually mad? No, I'm not actually mad. I don't care. Okay, I don't care. I don't care. That's what he says when he's actually upset. I I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I literally don't care though. (laughs) I literally don't care. 
all. I don't literally care either. I don't literally care. Okay. I have to get my medication at this point. I have to go read a whole book. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.